a mesquite moment in time, a look at what the city was, making it what it is today. The sleepy town of Mesquite remained stagnant and drab in many areas by 1910 with its population nearing 700 citizens. While many surrounding towns of the same size obtaining cutting-edge technology invented in the past 20 years, it would be approximately 15 more until Mesquite finally caught up. The town was without electricity or gas and was still dependent on outdated kerosene lamps and candles. Townsfolk had no water distribution system nor any sewage disposal. The town did have a shallow hand-dug well in the middle of the square and a watering trough where livestock could drink and a place where citizens could fetch water if their supplies were parched. Most citizens had wells of their own and the convenient outhouse. Up until 1912, Mesquite had no reliable source for fighting fires and if a structure was burning, water was taken up in buckets from wells and cast into the fire. This caused insurance rates to increase and most buildings were consequently uninsured. Cotton became the cash crop all over the area because of the simplicity of growing it and the major demand for it in most industries. After the town lost its leader and father one bright afternoon in October 1905, the economy was shaken to its core. As town leaders began to age and retire, citizens were in search of new leadership. New names began to emerge that would carry Mesquite well into the first half of the 20th century. Names such as I.N. Range, E.A. Grubb, John L. Hamby, Schuler Marshall, and others. A surplus of young men were coming of age to work after leaving the family farm or graduating from the fairly new Mesquite High School, but with an unsteady economy and workforce in Mesquite, they moved to larger cities such as Dallas and the surrounding areas. Residents were in desperate need of trouble-free, cheap transportation to and from Dallas. Many townsfolk who worked in Dallas wanted to leave home in the morning and make it back home in time for supper that evening. With cars still scarce in this area, interurban lines or jitneys were proposed to carry people to and from Dallas to Terrell via Mesquite at least twice a day. Although this discussion occurred around 1909, it would be a long time coming before citizens saw this proposition come to pass. Approaching the First World War, Mesquite was terribly behind the times and was in search of progress but grew accustomed to the promised, soon, disappointment, failure cycle. In a few short years, Mesquite would have everything spoken of earlier, including the interurban line. But something even more important was a recognized necessity in order to keep Mesquite afloat in the 20th century. Stay tuned next week to find out just what this necessary item was for our little town of Mesquite approaching the Roaring Twenties. I'm Christian Janes, and join 88.5 FM next week for another historical tidbit from a Mesquite moment in time. <laughs>